There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with your hosts, Mike Sauter and Jacob Padilla. Okay, everyone, we're back for another episode of Nebraska Preps Post Game. Mike Sauter, Jacob Padilla. We are going to recap the state football championship games maybe talk a little basketball because that's starting this week but and we'll do that maybe towards the end but let's look back at the the high school football season as a whole one two maybe just those games that were played in lincoln uh what would have been last week uh six or seven days ago now which uh by the time we're recording this so that's nothing you know wrong with that but um, let's start in Class A, West Side. I mean, they were uh, they're obviously the the talk of um, high school football now, and um, that game they were certainly dominant. It played out how I think we kind of all thought it might. Yeah, uh, there was a small chance that Elkhorn South would have had to play extremely perfect, and they didn't. And pick six on the the first drive that was to go up fourteen nothing at that drive. point. Yeah. Oh, there yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like yep, that's uh, probably no. yeah. But that was kind of the signal like, yeah, no, this is this probably isn't going to be close. And um, I mean, credit Elkhorn South for getting there. But honestly, I, 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 yeah, I don't know that it would have been dramatically different, no matter who would have been in that spot with the way that Westside has played this year. Yeah. Um, so finished off 13 and 0. Uh, they six. 43 to 46. Yeah. Gave up 46 points the whole year. It's 49 and a half to three and a half per game there. So, uh, 200 to six in the playoffs. And that six was at the third quarter, yeah, third quarter of the first playoff game. Yeah. Uh, and they shut everybody else out after that. They held, um, Elkhorn South to 109 total yards and, uh, forced four turnovers, two picks and two fumbles. Um, that, I mean, <laughs> mm. it just, just domination, like Westside just cut, put an exclamation point on uh, a fantastic historic season. Um, Anthony Rezac, uh, 21 to 25 for That's 259 yards, a pick, he had uh, a touchdown. He had two picks, but both were kind of fluky Tippy, plays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one, yeah, just not his couple, fault. A couple things. of weird plays there. Um, but also had two rushing touchdowns. So. Um, James Ross, 19 carries, 125 yards and two touchdowns. Again, just fantastic season for him. Uh, Caleb Benning, 82 yards receiving touchdown and a pick. It felt like, it felt like he was going to have 12 catches again in that first half. Like there was one drive, maybe their second drive offensive drive where he caught like three, three balls in a row. And they were just like 
six yard outs and i was like oh here we go again he's gonna have 12 and 111 and a touchdown or something. well and, and this is a credit to rezac too and um just how good they are it seems like they had different drives like all right time to get this guy his yeah. all right time to get this guy his like they, they had different drives where like yeah. we're targeting this guy over and over again getting his touches all right now we'll go over here get this guy involved we got a bunch of different guys um catches there and got a bunch uh, a few different guys carries um teddy rezak had 12 tackles a, a pass breakup and a couple of hits him like have uh it was good to, it was really good to see him kind of show what he's capable of because he's been a little dinged <laughs> up and you know in and out a little bit and and not you know full go i guess the whole year and that game he he came he he came with it and that that was it was good to see yeah and christian jones had a 30 he had the pick six 30 yards picked it off ran right back to the end zone right away also had two catches 47 yards so just a lot of different guys uh making a big impact in that one um scary moment um madden riggs got knocked yeah. out of the game they just got absolutely sandwiched uh, between two defenders thing yeah they they yeah. carted him out thankfully um dad tweet out he's okay it yeah, was it was, all it, was precaution. it was pretty yeah whenever whenever they take the helmet off yeah like off off you know it's more, just, more yeah yeah immobilizing you yeah. know it's more of a precaution thing so but he did get laid out yeah like it was about 10 minute stoppage there and then they had to go back out and play it was kind of a kind of a scary was, moment was, down there um, it was over before that but yeah it was definitely over there. yeah um so so still had to finish out the game but um yeah just fantastic season uh from west side um i <laughs> so, john so, ross had eight 100 yard rushing games out of the 13. Yeah, he uh and I, I remember talking to Damon 1500 yards. Yeah, the start of the year is like, hey, different cat. Different different yeah. different. Yeah, he's he's not messing around this year and um credit to him cuz he um he was fantastic. Yeah, he uh, was he was great. So Westside wins, they go down as they're definitely without a question in the conversation of one of the best teams ever. You it's you're never going to have everyone agree that yeah. this was the best team ever because you just so won't. many factors yeah hard to compare eras yeah um, hard to compare from 1985 to now football changed so much in that time frame it just it's hard yeah in terms of like sheer number of power five commits recruits this isn't i'm sure there are others that have um right. topped this one um but like every single dude that that stepped on the field for them could play at the next level in some fashion. They played so well together. Um, the thing about them is like, you can succeed one play, two plays. It's really hard to win for three straight plays against them on either side of the ball. And that's really what it came down to is like, you just can't sustain drives and you can't get them off the field. And it's been that way all season. Uh, they just have so many impact players in every facet of the game. Um, and, and I, I haven't seen the the Omaha North and um, Bellevue West that people talk about. 14, yeah, 14 yeah. and uh, Bellevue recent 19. Bellevue West team. Yeah, I, I that seen... Bellevue West 19 team gave up 63 points. They also scored, I think it was 20 more points than what this West Side team did. So, so it's kind of almost, yeah, essentially yeah. a wash in terms of that North margin. team running clocked everyone in the playoffs. So did West Side. Yeah. So like th those are the two that I've actually seen. Um, I, I have, uh, I'm oh, 03 Miller North is another yeah. one in this conversation. I, yeah, I was 11 at that point, so yeah. I didn't, didn't couldn't really <laughs> couldn't tell you much about that one or anything. Prep. Yeah, I, I was like a Norfolk team 
Norfolk when they won in 91, 92, huh. something like around that era was good too. That people were trying to talk you into. So, yeah. But yeah, in terms of just sheer domination, uh, separation from the competition, the West Side team is as good as I've seen. Yeah, uh, it's not. And again, it's th- that's the most impressive part of it is, yeah, they've got they've got dudes like, but it's not like, oh, they're just just more talented. They just got a bunch of uh, D1 recruits all over the place at every position. No, it's really well coached team. They execute really, really well. They play they're- so well together. And they stayed motivated the entire game in game out. They found a way to put that chip on their shoulder, whether, uh, I mean, they manufactured some, some motivation throughout the season, just yes. found a way to avoid the slip up that they had last year. And they just killed everybody. So their stars were better ish than, than everyone else's stars, yeah. but also their second guys, you know, like their role player yeah. guys were so much better yeah. than everyone else's role player. A, a dude like Bo Ryan, who yeah. isn't, Trevor Spady. Be, yeah, yeah. Like you look at their defensive line, like John Quellar, R.J. Eckert, like pretty good. Cam Bell's yeah. pretty good. Like those guys are like the ones that aren't don't get talked about yeah. a ton. But None of those guys have D one offers. They're that we're talking better about. than everyone else's second tier guys. Like by the gaps big. Yeah, and that's what made them more dominant because their stars were, yes, very good, but they're their core guys i guess were were better than everybody else's core guys yeah so one through 22 plus the guys that go beyond that um just really really impressive team and they um put put the exclamation point on uh historic season 13 and 0 and um just kind of uh, an exciting way to 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 finish out um the uh, high school football season um flipping over to b who also Bennington Talk about dominant 39 straight. It's just unreal. Uh, uh, finished season 13 and 0 with a 21, nothing, um, win over Scott. Um, and it it was, I mean, they they were kind of hanging around for a while. Uh, but, um, in in the end, uh, they just couldn't find a way to to put the ball in. It was seven, nothing Bennington at, at halftime. At that point, there were 60 plays and 214 yards of offense. And 10 punts for 405 yards. Yeah, I, I, I said it all year. That Bennington defense yeah. is crazy good. Yeah. Five were... of 15 combined third down between the two. And the thing is, like, and I said in the moment, um, like, the tough thing about Bennington, you just can't, there's, where do you run on them? No. Uh, I, I, looking you back. You have to try and go north and south. Yeah, because there, there's just no way you're going to get the edge. They're yeah. so fast, sideline yeah. to sideline. But then you run up the middle and Jack Jansen's there. Yeah. So it's, it's not like that's like they're and soft Jack up the Jansen, middle. It's they, just, moved, they moved yeah. him to the nose. Yeah. Uh, he He's an end. Yeah. And I guess they three man front. They play three and four man. They rotate around. But normally like he's yeah. the end on the four man front and they moved him to nose like, in a yeah. three man front and he was dominating because yeah. they like that matchup so much. Yeah. Better. And uh, in retrospect, that makes what Norris did. Uh, yeah, all that more impressive running the ball up. Hey, man, I said 21 points. North almost got 20. there. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, the only team that came close. Yeah, and yeah. Bennington again, 21 points in this game. But uh, uh, so yeah, with seven nothing, then uh, KJ Taff had the 36 yard touchdown drive on the first big, drive, big play. Um, and then nobody scored again until uh, Quinn Archer had a 12 yard touchdown. Um, about four minutes and change left in the third quarter. 
And then he had an insurance touchdown there with 30 yard wheel route um, early in the fourth quarter. So that, that was all the scoring uh, more than Bennington needed uh, the yardage. Uh, uh, or, um, yeah. Scott finished with 194 total yards, a turnover went three of 17 on third and fourth down. They ain't going to get it. No. Um, yeah. So they, they had 103 passing yards and 91 rushing yards on 37 carries. That's two and a half yards per carry against one of the best rushing teams in class B. Yeah, that ain't good. No. Um, Quentin Archer himself had 31 carries for 117 yards and a he touchdown. He had a great season. Three catches, 54 yards, uh, and that other touchdown. Um, yeah, he... Feeling for Dylan Mostick, right? Remember? Like, yeah. it was way good, and then Archer just came in, and they didn't really miss a, a beat, really, at all, I guess. Defense carried Bennington, though. Yeah. All year, and oh. that was what they were going to do, so... Yeah, because you um, didn't have a bird at quarterback again. Yeah, so Archer finished season with Class B leading 1,803 yards rushing and 23 total touchdowns, yeah, averaged a lot. six point one a carry. Yeah, um, yeah, we we talked about that defense. Uh, Nick Dayo had the pick. Um, ben Gillen had nine tackles, at, uh, one and a half for loss. He he cracked 100 tackles for the season. Uh, Kyler Lordson had 10 tackles, had one sack. Um, he finished with the one more tackle than Gillen, those two neck and neck all That's season. Two straight years, he's though. Two straight tackles. years as an underclass uh, sophomore junior, over 100 tackles. He is incredible. And like uh, his, uh, after the game, Coach Leonard, I don't know if people saw it, but Coach Leonard, I, I, he said, like, I don't know if I've coached a better player yeah. than him. And I'm like, well, yeah. he's and, a junior. Yeah. And, and there was one play where uh, Ben Terman's rolling out. Kind of scrambling, trying to yeah, find someone. Thought, thought he was going to be able to get rid of the ball and the closing speed. Just yeah. like he thought he had another step to get rid of it, and no, boom! Same just shot play. that, yeah. took it, putting him down. Like that same play on side. Like he just chased down yeah. all the way from the opposite side of the field around. Yeah. Like he was blitzing or rushing the quarterback. Went all the way around, chased him down, and got it for a loss. And yeah. I was like, how did that happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is that unbelievable? Pretty, pretty special player there. So yeah, uh, 464 to 93. Um, not quite uh, West side, but still pretty dominant there. Uh, basically 36 to seven average uh, on the season. Um, and yeah, to finish with 39 straight wins now. And again, yeah, they're losing their um, primary playmakers on offense, but I'll find them. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got Lordson coming back and they've, replace guys every single year so i don't know why next year is going to be uh any different yeah i uh they're they're gonna be good they're humming right along they they don't like to play kids both ways if they can and they haven't the last two years and it's worked out extremely well for them which gives kids a break and yeah, you know, helps yeah. with depth. And th yeah, that is a huge advantage for them. Um, but it's also credit to them and for development. And I will tell you, they practice that. And <clears throat> you're right. You're right on because I've been to their practices and they practice. Everybody gets basically the same rep. Like freshmen through seniors get the, a lot of reps, a lot of drills. There isn't a lot. There's no standing around yeah. unless you're waiting your turn for your rep. But there's no like just standing and watching, you know, like yeah. at least at the beginning of the year, that's what's happening. So everyone's getting the same like tackling rep or whatnot. And it's the freshmen over, they practice everyone together at the same time, obviously on, you know, opposite ends of the field. But it's everyone's getting the same yeah. 
kind of uh, coaching and and reps. It's, it's I, yeah, I don't I don't care how many athletes you have, how much talent. Like you don't win thirty nine straight without doing a phenomenal job as a coaching staff. Correct. Um, so credit to them again. That's we've never seen a run quite like this uh, before, Class B. Um, and we'll see if they can continue it next year. But um, in C1, uh, moving on here, Boone Central, who uh, two seed there, finished 13-0, took down Wahoo uh, 12-0. And this, man, we, we thought there wasn't much offense in the B game. This one was whew, the, so the first 12 drives featured zero points, yeah. 53 plays, 165 yards, two interceptions, 10 punts for 361 yards. It was such a defense. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like, what we thought yeah. it was going to be. Just defense. Neither side could find it. And then finally, the dam broke there. 13th drive, 12 play, 53 yards, um, two third and long conversions for Boone Central. And Parker Bohr finished it off with the 11-yard touchdown. After they moved backwards, they got yeah. into the, inside the 10, and then a, 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 a false start and a tackle for loss. Yeah. Moved him back to the 11, and then Bohr found a hole and got through. Um, and just the athlete, there's a ton of just solid athletes yeah. all over just playing each other. It, yeah. That was that was the matchup. You knew it, the, the lines weren't real different. There was, you know, Boone's a little bigger, but they still, yeah. like Wahoo, held their own, played played really well. I mean, the, Boone just, they, they were built for this year for sure, and that's what happened. Hank Hudson, it, coach's kid, was phenomenal. Nine tackles, two and a half for loss, three quarterback hurries there. Um, so after that touchdown, next five, right back to it. Fumble, missed field goal, punt, fumble, yeah. punt. So right, we, we finally got some points, and then right back to um, the defense's dominate. Yeah. And then on the 19th drive, Parker Bohr finally broke off a big one. 61-yard yes. touchdown run, uh, four plays, 82 yards in total, with five minutes and change left in the fourth quarter. Uh, and that... Uh, basically sealed it there that was the game wahoo finished with 76 total yards three turnovers and two of 12 on third and fourth down yeah that's just fantastic fantastic defensive performance uh from boone central against a team that had run over everybody basically um Mm -hmm. so parker board finished 25 carries 127 yards two touchdowns Finished with 2002 on the season uh just barely cleared it there long run yeah um yeah, just phenomenal career for him. Um, he, uh, uh, yeah, 25 touchdowns on the season. Um, also 167 yards receiving and two more touchdowns. Finished his career with 4,242 yards and 56 touchdowns rushing, 554 yards and four touchdowns receiving, 690 yards and a touchdown in the return game, and two pick sixes on defense. Yeah, that, that, that is a fantastic career f- for um, uh, just a, terrific player there in c1 there um caden stokes led the uh, 11 tackles and a pick two catches 25 yards mentioned hudson already so boone central finished 483 points on the season they gave up 63 nobody topped 14 points against them yeah. so you talked about got to get 21 against bennington whatever, yeah, yeah same thing against uh boone central so um yeah credit to them for that that was we, we thought that might be one of the most competitive games and it was it, it was uh just maybe not the most aesthetically like pleasing offense like game, but if you like defense it was competitive yeah. which it was which is fine yeah tied a one score game until the last five minutes um so exactly it was pretty much what yeah. we thought going into it. 
Class C two also pretty much what we Oof. thought had a chance to be uh, North Fork Catholic back to back, twelfth title in school history, eleventh for Jeff Beller, forty one three, and actually the three came. Talon Bruja had a pick early and then um, kicked a forty yard field goal to go up three nothing. That's a good kick too. Yeah, there's some old kickers. Remember, remember the Meyer kid? Yeah, Keelan yeah. Meyer um, yeah. went to Nebraska. I believe yeah. is at uh, that Midland or Doan. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those two um, is, is their kicker there now. But uh, yeah, so the so that's forty one nothing to end the game, and that was all in the second and third quarter. Yeah, so that's how how dominant. Norfolk Catholic was after that initial um, score. Um, so they went, they literally one drive. They were like, okay, Max Hammond, this is your drive. Yeah. You just <laughs> go ahead and make every play. And he did. He did. <laughs> I think one other person touched the ball during that drive, but he, uh, <laughs> but, uh, or finished 146 yards, four turnovers, one of 11 on third and fourth down. So again, just defenses were the story of the state tournament. Um, mm. Just if you, um could not move the ball outside of the one game yeah yeah we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get to that uh here pretty quickly but um carter jansen six to ten passing on 26 yards and touchdown and also uh 66 yards on 12 carries and another score um leading the offense brandon collars had 14 carries 83 yards and two touchdowns max hammond seven carries 28 yards two touchdowns also at a 35 yard reception um so they just got a bunch of different guys like all right your turn all right your turn uh, spread the love around there. Mason Widener, 11 tackles, one for loss and a pick. Hayden Kelly had eight tackles, a tackle for loss and a pick as well. Um, so just, again, another dominant defense performance there to to cap the state title for Norfolk Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> D1. Best game, game of the, best, yeah. the most competitive, the best, whatever you want to say. That's exactly what this one's. Yeah. Uh, Barrett Wilkie was really good. Yeah. Unreal. On so, both sides of the ball. Yeah, and um, Brecken Schluter was yeah fantastic as well. Nice. But in the end, uh, that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. Stan, uh, Stan had got the ball, uh, got the last score there. So, or, uh, they, they so it flipped around there. Um, it's kind of a wild swing. So it's forty two thirty six was the final for Stanton over EMF to finish thirteen and zero. There were six lead changes. Um, EMF was up twenty eight eighteen early uh, in the fourth quarter. Looked like uh, it was over. Yeah. Uh, and then after a Brecken shooter touchdown, then 24 0 run in eight and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a 10 play 65 yard drive where Wilkie finished off seven yard touchdown. Uh, Pullman got the two point conversion. Then they had a pick um, from Clawson um, at the EMF 32, and Wilkie scored on the next play, 32 um, yard run. Uh, and then Clawson converted the two point conversion. Uh, and then they forced a fumble, gave the ball back on a turnover and downs. But um, EMF immediately fumbled it right back after the stop. And um, four plays, 30 yards, Wilkie hit Hup for a 26-yard touchdown, and Clawson um, converted the two-point chance. So just like that, went from uh, down 10 to, um, what, up uh, 42 to, to 28 there. So yep. um, just crazy swing. Um, Schluter... Uh, um, that they went back and scored, yeah. um, but ran out of time. Uh, Stan ran the clock out, uh, and it was a ball game. So, um, yeah, just you mentioned Barrett Wilkie, six to ten for 135 yards and three touchdowns for the year. 38 carries, 250 yards, and three touchdowns rushing. Also had seven tackles and a forced fumble. 
So yeah. pretty good day at the office. Mitchell Hopp was his top receiver, four catches, 79 yards, two just touchdowns. Just a junior, just a junior. And 15 tackles. If you watch the preseason or like preview He's impressive, stuff. yeah. yeah if, you watch your, if you watch the preview stuff that I did with coaches, I had Coach Stoddard on and I said, yeah. okay, tell me about this guy. Yeah. And that was the guy. I was like, hold on. He has 785 receiving yards for a class for an eight-man team. Yeah. That's a lot. Like Andrew run the ball. Yeah. 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 Like he he's very high on him. He's yeah. just a junior. Yeah. Made a couple really uh, impressive plays there. So Stan should be uh, back again next yeah, year. That's most good. of their guys are juniors. Yeah. Um, and their line like line's yeah. pretty good too. So, so finished 13 and 0. Um Shout out to Brecken Schluter, though, for EMF. Yeah, uh, 39 carries, 266 yards, five touchdowns rushing, plus 10 tackles, including two and a half for loss. He finished with 1,410 total rushing yards in, in his postseason run. In the playoffs. Yes, um, which broke uh, Clint Bellina's record, which yeah. was uh, D1 and also the all-class record. It's a little different because uh, eight-man, they get right. an extra game sure. versus 11-man, yeah. uh, but still really impressive. Fortunately, the uh, the record did not last long because what happened in the the following game. I was going to say Kyle Cox almost broke that that he, he, playoff record in one game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt like it, but uh, that yeah. was incredible. Mo- yeah, moving on to Class D two, one of the most insane individual performances. He touched we've seen. the ball every single play, but except like, for three. Yeah, that's insane. Sixty eight plays on off or um, seventy plays because there were two passes yes. that were incomplete. Seventy plays on offense. He touched the ball for 67 of them he had 65 carries and double digit tackles he played the bo- yeah. the, the whole way on defense as well and just a junior dude. yeah um so sandhill sedford as the eight seed pull off the 50 to 12 um win over two seed why not um both finished 12 and one total offense was 100 uh, 493 for sandhill sedford 294 for why not so like this was uh seed lines go down as an upset but this was a domination from the lower seed um why not had a touchdown scored a touchdown midway through the first quarter um to to get the scoring started and then 56 the rest of the way and it was because of kyle cox what you mentioned uh 65 carries for 486 yards and six touchdowns um 10 tackles three pass breakups and a pick and it looked like um, from where I was sitting in the the uh, the press box, it looked like he could have had seven touchdowns. Yeah, looked like he went down at the one to give um, uh, Kobe Higgins a chance. Either he just straight up tripped, or he went down intentionally to give the, his teammate. I don't know what exactly the the plan was there, but um, people had a problem could have with them scoring at the end of the game. Yeah, too, and he scored whatever. on the final play. Um, like, I mean, last game, what whatever. Um, uh, so yeah, so. Uh, Kobe against had three carries for seven yards and a touchdown and Cox had every single other yard for oh. Sandhill Sedford. And again, played the whole way on defense I'm never as well. Never going to see anything like that. No, um, literally like, no, I don't think ever again. And, and it wasn't like, he didn't break off any long runs. It's like 30 was long or yeah. something like, like it was just, Kept Hey, our anyways. line is better than you. We're going to go carve out this. And he is, and he was shift. Like you saw the plant in the foot cutting, mm-hmm. Once he found the hole, he hit it hard. Like he, it wasn't just like three yards and a cloud of dust. We're just giving it to him. Every, he, he, he was pretty talented with the ball in his hands. Um, uh, so really impressive. Was he like five ten, a buck sixty five or yeah, something? Listed. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so to to take all those hits on offense and defense, and then you interviewed him. He's like, 
yep, oh, basketball practice starts on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm like, he was like, <laughs> give the dude a couple days. He had yeah, one seriously. day off. I was like, yeah. come on, man, yeah. no way. No, so yeah. just uh, fantastic there. And uh, a long enough bus ride home, he could recover. <laughs> yeah, and then let me pull it up here. I get the final numbers there for um, Cox. He, uh, so yeah, pushed his five-game playoff total to 1,436 yards, which topped uh, the Schluter record yeah. from the previous game. Um, and uh, Tyson Denker was really good. Yeah, he had the way. previous D2 record, 1,267 yards. Um, so, uh, and Cox managed with 2,900 yards rushing, 970 yards passing, 108 yards receiving, and 71 total touchdowns. Uh, so, yeah, fantastic uh, performance there from Kyle Cox, one of the best we've seen. In a champion, and you said, uh, like, what the coach say about just kind of the game plan and um, the, the the plan to give Cox the ball every single time? Go. Yeah, you did. said like these, they saw somebody else do it um, to them or whatever. Yeah, was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So and it was like, just, all right, why not? Yeah, we'll, we'll do it too. Do it. if it worked for them. Then and, yep. and uh, credit to Cox for being able to to handle that. So um, yeah, that was uh, one of the most impressive individual individual performances we've seen there to um uh to kind of finish out the the games at memorial stadium want to mention quickly um in the uh the, the six man um sem 21 20 over hay springs heck of a fall for sem winning volleyball and football yeah um doesn't happen very often. no and S- hay springs i believe actually scored at the end and went for the win and didn't get the two point yeah. conversion. Yeah. Um, so it was a wild ending. Yeah. Wild ending there. Uh, but SCM managed to hold on, hold on, got one last stop. Uh, Maddox Jones, 22, 100, uh, carries 150 yards and two touchdowns. Um, also had 15 tackles on defense. Um, so they, they hit three different guys, throw passes, uh, completed nine of 15 for 115 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, Cohen Rohde had four catches, 80 yards and, and a touchdown, plus a pick on defense and five tackles and two tackles for loss. Hey Springs, uh, credit to Gage Minkin for a phenomenal game, 30 carries, 203 yards, three touchdowns uh, and five tackles, but one two-point conversion short. So mm. seven, uh, seven championships there, seven new um, state title winners. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it, I hey, everything but the last... Well, I mean, the playoffs normally. I'm. T- I was going to talk about the weather here. Yeah. Like it. It's normally we get lucky on that Monday and Tuesday. It's been pretty good, but this was this was a little different. Yeah. Uh, some. Uh, and the playoffs. Some, yeah. th- this year, though, really, it was only one night. Yeah. Like the week seven, I guess, was that super windy night. Other than that, I thought the weather was was awfully pretty good outside of you know rain delays. Yeah. And yeah. And, yeah. And we managed. talking like cold and. Windy. and snow and like all that where weather really affected games yeah. it didn't really no. happen um so it's a little, little bit of rain uh mostly just cold on both days a little windy um but it's it, pretty it was, windy yeah to on tuesday it was yeah. Windy. yeah but not enough to like all right we can't do and we can only do one thing that's right. what, what you want to avoid is uh what the from the the Bell west west side was it yeah. where it's just snow everywhere Nothing. you can't no traction whatsoever it was super fun it, it was but like in terms of just like hey best of the best go out there show what your talent is like that completely changes a game where you can't there's no cutting there's no right like it just it's it's kind of a weird different kind of football to watch um wasn't ideal conditions but it was good enough for everybody to kind of show what they can do yeah. so 
Um, it was fun. fun. Yeah, fun, uh, fun football season there. Um, I got to see quite a few games there. Not not as many as you, but uh, <laughs> that's uh, it's um, able to see quite quite a few different teams there, and yeah. um, so fun way to close it out there at Memorial Stadium. Any final thoughts on the football season? No, just other than that, it was good. I mean, we it's kind of one of those like we are who we thought they were type of things with the champions because yeah. like Westside was clearly yeah. the favorite coming into the season. Bennington was not clearly the favorite, but they were certainly at the top and deserved to be ranked number one. Yeah. Uh, Boone Central was ranked number one in our coaches poll. So that's three that were ranked number one in a coaches poll that ended up being number one. Yeah. Uh, from I'm talking from the preseason. Yeah. Uh, C2, Norfolk Catholic was number one, ended up being number one. Yeah. That's four. And then the eight man was yeah. But Stanton was up there uh, in the top two or three uh, every single three, top five every single week throughout the year. So, um, but the 11 man ones, our coaches poll, we're right on from the preseason number one to whoever who won it in the end, seems which like, is pretty. Yeah, it seems like you picked some pretty smart coaches uh, yeah, to, yeah, to we, fill out your poll. Yeah, so they guys that pay attention. That's why yeah. I do it. Just some, so it's a little bit different. But yeah, football season was great. Now we move on to basketball yeah. season. We'll have a uh, your preseason basketball. coaches bowl here coming out soon. So yeah, check that'll out be coming. Herdsports.com for that soon. Yeah. Um, if you haven't been following along, go out and check out uh, Mike Sauter's uh, Twitter practice. page. He's been uh, hitting up a bunch of practices. Practice reports. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to two more today. <laughs> I got three left <laughs> before get them knocked the season out. Yep. starts. So. Um, yeah. But, yeah, best, best place to go get your, your preview. But we'll briefly touch on some, um, some of the top storylines here as uh, the season tips yeah. off on Let, Thursday. Let's go A first. Yeah. A for me, it's – a little it's a lot more wide open than it's been i 100 um, percent like there's six ish teams that you just kind of say any one of them could win it. the last few years like it's been one or two there have right? been yeah one two three teams with like multiple d1 guys yeah. um at, at the top you know it was bell west talent, yeah Miller north yeah and then maybe uh, like somebody else yeah preppy yeah prep exactly. or something that can kind of maybe west side can kind of sneak in there all those but th- this year there is a lot more, um, I guess, options, if yeah. you will. And I, I think um, you uh, you give Bellevue West respect. They're still going to be a great team. Yeah, if the I was doing number one, poll, if yeah. I was doing a poll, I would put them number one just because one, they have the best senior. Yeah. Um, two, and Jane Jackson. Two, they have the size there. Um, it's a matter of like, can Eldon Turner fill that gap? Yeah. With of. Josiah Dotzer, who fills that scoring assist, you know, all the statistical J- things. Jay and Cassio Jensen going back yeah. there. Um, yeah. Can he Steven be consistent Polchek, for them? Can he score a little yeah. more? So Miller North has a ton of depth. They just play a bunch of guys. They will again. Um, and yeah. bringing back four starters. Right. Um, Prep is going to be really good. Man, I, their size is great. I went and watched like their, Dylan Cla- yeah. Clawson and Trinell Parker. Parker in the middle are tough because Clawson can step out and hit threes. Trinell can't right now. And that's but, the, the thing that about them is like you can you play six eight six eight next to each other up front. No there. one else has that. Clawson can handle it and pass it and shoot it out on the perimeter. Right. And then you take they out have Parker, shooters too. Then you uh, take out Parker, give him rest. You slide Clawson down to the five, and he's a mismatch there right. as well. Mm-hmm. And you go smaller, go four shooters yeah. with Clawson. 
uh, give him a chance to go to work in the post. Their one question is, can the point guards play consistently enough in big games? I, so I got to tell you, like, again, I went to their Jamboree. It's Elkhorn North, a uh, right. Class B team, um, really young Class B team. Right. Obviously, Andy King, the the connection there to get that set up. But, uh, man, Torn Carter-Brown and Marquise Tolver were both right. fantastic they both in that game. To, but they both have to be that yeah. for them to be good. 100%. Because they is, got shooters. Yep. They're going to be fine there. Carson Jones. Carson Jones um, can Keel really Joseph shoot. Is a guy that's um, – Carney. Yeah, like they can. Yeah, Josh Carney hit yeah. went five of five from three in their exhibit. Like I don't care who that's against. Like, they are, they also have five. depth, like yeah. a lot so, of depth there. So I, prep is the scary team. Yeah, like so, everyone I talked to was like prep, 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 prep. So, um, yeah, Cor- Carter Brown scored efficiently, hit three threes, I think four assists, and then Marquise Tolver off the bench as a senior, seven assists, zero turnovers, all for three pointers. Um, hit a buzzer beater uh, at the end of a quarter there. Um, 4.7 assists, no turnovers. And it, like, if he is getting downhill and spraying that out, making good decisions, like they are mm-hmm. going to be really, really hard to beat there. Another team in, in this A conversation is uh, Gretna. Gretna. West sides in that group. I think that's probably the five. Like that's, yeah. I'd go Bell West, Prep, Miller North, Gretna, West side. Maybe in that order, you could you can scramble yeah, them around a little bit. I think you can move that like, around. Yeah. That's going to be fluctuating, I think, the whole year. Yeah. Um, Gretna, they've got um, – Their that top backcourt. four are real good. Yeah, bringing back uh, uh, Landon Pekorski, Alex Wilcoxon uh, in the backcourt. Um, Joey Pekorski, they, they've been yeah. – Pekorski's been doing it since his freshman year. Yeah. Um, point guard there, scoring a lot of different ways. Wilcoxon, one of the best straight shooters in the state who – is uh, I think better than you would think on defense yeah. as well. He's got mm-hmm. really good hands. That's Alec Wilkins, Alec, eh, Alec Wilkins had a really good summer. Um, Wilkins, adds a little, Vith yeah. And, and Joey Veith coming back uh, after, yeah, yeah, after missing last year. Veith is um at that four spot there. Um, guy that can step out and knock down shots, can rebound. Um, good athlete there. Obviously, uh, committed football. Mm-hmm. Um, South Dakota State, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's those are the guys coming back. And again, I mean. Veith didn't get a play last year because back injury, but he's a guy that's been in the program uh, a long time and has played with those guys a lot. So Cade Cook is kind of the, the sweet yeah. guy there, the newcomer. He moved in, uh, moved in the district last year, he's transferred there year from Wahoo. Them. Huge year for them. Just played a little bit off the bench. Now he's going to be um, one of their Fully key players. Injured. Yeah, for sure. Made a huge leap this past summer. Um, six, seven, kind of a point forward type. Uh, can handle the ball, um, set ball screens and roll, and then kind of short roll playmaker can bring the ball up himself off the rebounds, grab and go type of stuff. So not a true post, but uh, at six seven or so, um, gives them a lot of versatility can there. Bring up, bring it up the floor, all those things. Yeah, yeah. So be, they're uh, keep, they're gonna try to see if they can build out some depth this year. They got some, um, some young, young guys, guys that haven't played. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevin Wilkins, Alex brother, mm-hmm. uh, I coach him. He'll he'll play some off the bench for them. Um, Chase Doble, Eli Doble's brother, um, Just kind of a, yeah, inside. um, kind of hustle guy there. Um, Grant Rice Jr. Um, guard that can kind of get downhill and finish a little bit. So Jansen's a huge body. Uh, yeah. Use. Calvin Jansen, the football yeah. player, um, they'll use him, what six six two fifty whatever mm-hmm. he is, um, yeah. big, big boy in the middle there. So yeah, they, they, they got some options there. Just not a West, lot of guys that played a lot. be pretty good in too. I think I, they're going to play a lot faster. I think. Um, just size is so. the question and CJ and shooting, like, yeah. can they consistently open it up a little bit to yeah. shoot from the outside? Bring them back four starters and CJ Mitchell, Caleb Benning. Um, they, I think people, Kevin Stubblefield. people forget that like they made the semifinals yeah. last year. 
they were a semifinal team last year. And I don't think people, I don't, I think they're getting like afterthought right now. Yes. In the semis, they got blown out by Bellevue S who was obviously awfully pretty good, but like they returned four starters from a semifinal team. And they're like, Oh yeah. I think the question they've got to show is like, consistent can they shoot that's consistently? what I say. Yeah. yeah like they need uh, to be able to shoot it from outside consistently but ricky lofton um tough, is the guy who having him back up, yeah like fully healthy and I, I think that kind of state tournament performance for him was huge as confidence like okay yeah. I, I i can i can be a dude for these guys in this system but these these guys like so how much basketball in big games has cj yeah. mitchell kayla binning played kevin stubblefield was the member of the, right, the year them, we did yeah. the most improved players yeah. he was the guy so like, can he take another step is the key. I, yeah, they lost Tate Audrey in his double digit scoring points, but they'll make that up somewhere. And I think, again, I think they'll play a lot faster. Yeah. And so, Tyson Oddbody Tyson's stepping in there play, probably at that five spot. And Tyson uh, can step a out and shoot, some, shoot it a little bit. They it, could go five guards too. Yeah. Um, and Emery Geddick's a young guy off the bench, yeah. give him a little bit Athletic, of size. Kind of, long. Donnie Barfield is injured right now, yeah. uh, but he's another young guy once once he's healthy. Um, Maddox Anderson, senior, that uh, played off the bench Maddox for them last year. Some solid minutes. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I like what I think Westside is going to be right in the minutes. Yep. And I, don't, I think people are not talking about Again, that top about. five, you can kind of slide that any order. Wouldn't be surprised. Then there. you have like your Carney, Pius. We don't need to break down all of yeah. that. Like Carney, Pius, Southwest, Southeast, maybe. Um, you got the OPS with, with yeah, Central and Central, Brian that have Central had transfers. Central is going to be a lot better too. Yeah, again with their with Kevon Newsom and uh, Dillon Thomas and Deshaun Prince they're coming athletic. in there. Yeah, and they've got size with Dillon uh, with uh, Devin Holman and uh, Elijah that Wayne. That trade at point guard they made was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Dillon <laughs> there coming over from North. Um, Carney, you mentioned they've got. Jacob Weber coming yeah. in as uh, from Arizona Second, out of third state. option. Yeah. Right now. Uh, ben more, but can shoot to go ben, with Ben Johnson. Really and they've got size. They've got wings. Asher they've got indoor. Yeah. Good. Um, Turner Bertrand's yeah. uh, big kid. Um, uh, and they've got a little bit of shooting there since, uh, in the backcourt as well. Carter Lee coming back there. Really good athlete, um, football player, yeah. just real tough at that point guard spot. Um, so they got a lot of pieces. It's a well-balanced team. Um, Pius bringing, um, like their top, key, right? their top six mm-hmm. or so is going to be really mm-hmm. solid. They got really good guard play to go around. Um, they just got to find consistency. Yeah. They've got mm-hmm. guards that can play. Now they got to be more consistent this year than they were next year if they want to make a leap. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Trayson Anderson, um, they're in the middle, one of the best bigs in the state, obviously. Um, and anytime you got one of the best bigs, like that's that's a leg up than you have on most teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Pius in there. Papio South with. Um, oh, yeah. With yeah, Bryson Ball, yeah. the leap that he's been making continues to make. Um, I think he had like 24 and 10 in their yes. uh, Jamboree okay. game, whatever Reese it was. Game. Uh, yeah, Reese, they got a lot of guard. They got uh, Wes Frost, yeah. Monte Giddings transferring yeah. in there. Some more depth in the backcourt there. Don't Here. have a ton of size. Um, they got Jay and Herrera, Dade Larson, guys kind of. They're a year, like next year, they're going to be the team-ish to beat i think yeah. one of actually yeah and, and then brian's somewhere to central where um had some transfers in their top five or six are really good can they find key, some depth key for key for brian is rylan rodriguez yeah can he take some pressure off of buying them especially in the post and stuff like that and can you know yeah and you, that's gonna be and and amir like his consistency amir martin uh, yeah that's gonna be amir huge. martin being able to consistently play hard all the time 
and like that's that's gonna be big for them. shot selection yes. got 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 yeah. improved in that regard yeah. um but he, he's got a little bit more help around him now yeah. uh, in terms of the backcourt with, with some transfers in there so yeah. don't have as much pressure maybe you can let the game come in a little bit more but yeah and then you, you mentioned all, all those Lincoln teams were trying to see Southwest, Tia Southeast. There's a lot of like North Star's shuffling. Gonna be good. North They're going to be really good young, but uh, they got some, well, some talent. Tough. Yeah. Um, but uh, and Jordan Caster is yeah. a young guy that um, like, Jaquise Fowler is freshman. They're going to play big roles for them right away. They get West to start. That, that, yeah, that's kind of KG's an interesting. Really mind. athletic. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I mean, there's like curious to see what happens in lincoln be, i kind of put pious there because they have the most continuity um yeah they, everybody yeah, else they had guys kind of yeah shuffling around so you're like all right how are the new pieces going to fit in there right, southwest, southwest southeast frager and then yeah. they have young small guards and like, yeah be be interesting but yeah southeast southwest lincoln east could any order like you see those teams mm. kind of fit Lincoln so. East is always in the conversation because yeah. Jeff, because Coach Campbell. Yeah, and they got Carter Mitt coming back. Yeah. You got Quinn Weatherholt transferring in there. So. Carter Mitt. <laughs> uh, my guy was the other Carter, although I like Carter too. Um, class, <laughs> class B. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I think you're probably looking at Scott, Elkhorn, Crete, Norris, maybe Ron Colley, probably as the top five kind of. Uh, I mean, Scott. We'll see when Bennington gets. Yeah going that, they're, they're in that football. mix as well um Bennington Wahoo is opening opening game yeah that's, that's interesting 100% um Norris goes to Waverly interesting Rival, yeah. rivalry uh Crete goes to Bennington yeah um yeah. I yeah, mentioned uh Crete there so they've got they got size coming back with um uh, North after uh could be maybe a B team in the conversation yeah, I mean they'll they'll be much better second half team than mm -hmm. first half. But I mean they're Jamboree they started three sophomores, yeah, a I mean, freshman, and a junior. Also playing, which practice. yeah, um, but yeah. So Scott, I mean Scott, yeah, good. they they got again they go six eight six eight in the front court they're, again. They just graduated all these giant kids and they and have more they coming have in. Like like six to yeah. eight of their key guys played football in the state championship. <laughs> and so, Kyle Cannon um, stepping into a bigger role last Van year. Dyke last year. Yep. Dylan Van Dyke. Um, Elkhorn, they've got size with Cole Peterson, who might might be the best true big in, in class B, best shot blocker at least. Um, and they've got some experienced guard play there. Colin Comstock kind of leading the way. Charlie Lansky is a good athlete yeah. at the, um, with sides next to Peterson Crete. They've got Ben Ayler's uh, size again. Justice Gardner, six yeah. six six six. There, Crete's gonna be good. Again. Uh, Aiden McDowell coming back. Uh, one of the uh, one of the most talented scoring guards uh, in the class as well. Uh, and then Norris, just um, they got a bunch. They had a bunch of sophomores uh, and freshmen that played yeah, last year good. that are now. Uh, freshmen and uh, or sophomores and juniors, a year young, a year older. Barrett Boziger has made a big leap. You got Chris Garner Jr. at a great freshman year. Um, you got Josh Bourne Schlegel at Morning kind Schlegel's of a uh, long point yeah. guard. Um, you, you, you've got uh, a, a bunch of guys there um, that, um, again, it's another still still young team, but they're going to get better uh, as the season plays out. And, McCoy Folker, it's Alex Small, our sophomores. Uh, Folker's hit the the game winner uh, to send them to yeah. uh, to state, and then Small started all year, multi sport guys, really defenders. So. They're really deep. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how that's gonna. Yeah, totally I mean they've got a they've got a guy really Evan Greenfield as a freshman. He's that, coming. He's gonna be. The, but they like, don't need they don't need him right away. Yeah, you know, that, so they because can of the ease depth. Them into it. 
he's gonna be good he'll, he'll be a name to know in coming years as well so yeah it's kind of a look at class b um don't want to rattle on too long here we'll, yeah we'll we'll hit on the other classes we'll hit, we'll hit on girls basketball as the season plays out um i think you know any any uh i mean had a lot graduating on the girls' side there. I Oof. think Elkhorn North and Scott's going to be it again in B, yeah. uh, most likely. In a, it'll be a lot of teams. Be- Bellevue West will, will be no right there. No clear separation yeah. in, in A. Yeah. Bellevue West has a lot coming back if they can find a little bit on more consistency. Yeah. Um, on the girls' side, probably like Miller North, Bellevue West. I, 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 I put Pius up there. I think Pius is going to be okay. Yeah, they're bringing a lot back um, as well. Millard West maybe. with Millard West with, is yeah. definitely in the conversation. So. It, it'll be fun yeah to follow along we'll, we'll see kind of everything get started on on thursday um mike will be at um somewhere wednesday i'm gonna try to get to thursday. some games it'll be uh, thursday what is it wednesday yeah yeah so. no games thursday. wednesday uh yeah it'll, i'll try to get to some games this weekend and we'll, we'll uh we'll dive into it next week uh with games under our belt to, to digest yeah sounds good see you next week